Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Brother was caught in traffic. <laughs> I got here in time. <laughs> what traffic? Traffic from upstairs to down here. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Well, praise God. Tonight is um, Wednesday night, Wednesday night Bible study. And um, as always, praying the best for you and your family and, and hope that you're doing well as we're here midweek. Um, in April, continuing to walk by faith, not by sight. Praise God for that. Amen. The Bible tells us that Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith. So, um, we have Jesus, we have faith. Amen. Amen. That's the thing that sometimes people try to tell you, you don't have faith. But if you have Jesus, you have faith. Amen. 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 Because he's the author and finisher. And the Holy Spirit lives on the inside of you. Yes. And so you have faith. It's always about, you know, activating it, walking in it. And being a faith person takes something that we don't often talk about, and that's courage. Amen. It takes courage to be a faith person. It takes courage to take God at his word, which seems kind of strange because God doesn't lie. He tells the truth. And so you would think that, you know, in, in the natural, if we knew someone always was straightforward with us, we'd believe him or her when she told, when he or she told us something. Yes. But the scriptures declare God is not a man that he should lie, that it's impossible for him to lie, that he never lies. And yet we struggle with believing God. It's one of those things that we just can't reconcile, right? It doesn't quite make sense. But even though we know he doesn't lie, it still takes courage to follow him. It takes courage to get out of the boat. Amen. Yes. Um, it's very easy to stay in the boat, but it takes courage to follow God. And, and the good thing is, is that he's teaching us how to walk with him. Amen. 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 I want to read something tonight before we get started. Amen. It's um, something that's just in my spirit and I pray that it speaks to your spirit. Um, it's something that's so familiar. It's Psalm 150. Amen. Psalm 150. I just want to read it real quick, and then we'll get started with tonight's Bible study. Psalm 150. Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the psaltery and harp. Praise him with the timbrel and dance. Praise him with stringed instruments and organs. Praise him upon the loud cymbals. Praise him upon the high sounding cymbals. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. The Lord. Yes. Praise ye the Lord. Amen. Amen. That, that's just a wonderful psalm. Amen. And so I just wanted to read that as we get started tonight. Um, we're talking about living by faith. Amen. Um, and tonight we're going to talk about doers of the word. Amen. Doers of the word. That's what we want to be. We want to be doers of the word. And we're going to see that when it comes to living by faith, if we live by faith, we are literally, literally doers of the word of God. Yes. Amen. Um, but uh, we want to look at this a little closer. Uh, tonight as we encourage each other and, and, and get the encouragement from God the Father through the Lord Jesus Christ 
to walk and to live by faith. Amen. The just shall live by faith. Amen. Um, and so let's turn to James chapter 1. The book of James chapter 1. James is a wonderful book because it's a practical book. It's a book that really speaks to um, and encourages us in practical living, in taking the Word of God and applying it to our lives. And so I think it's a book that if you ever find yourself maybe, you know, every now and then we all get to a place where we seem like we kind of lost our way and we're not quite, you know, you know, you just feel out of sorts and everything. The book of James is a great book to sort of bring it all back in. It's a very practical book. And so we praise God for it. And we're going to be in James tonight, chapter 1. And we're going to read, to start out, um, verse 19. And we're going to continue through verse number 25. So let's look at that together. James, chapter 1, starting at verse 19 and then going down to verse number 25. King James Version reads this way. It says, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself, and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty, and continues therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. Amen. Amen. Let's pray tonight. Father, we bless your name. Yes, Glory to God. Father. We thank you, Lord, for another day. This is the yes, day that you have Father, made. We shall rejoice Jesus. and be glad in it. And Father, we're glad right now to be here to study and receive your word. Father, we're praying tonight that the Holy Spirit will lead us and guide us into all truth. Yes, and Father, Father God, we you, thank Jesus. you that the truth that we know will make us free. So Father, teach us the word of God tonight yes, that we may walk yes. in true liberty, worthy of our calling and in a manner that brings praise, glory, and honor to your name. Father God, we just thank you now for the deposits and the withdrawals that you shall make in us. Continue to work on us, form us, and fashion us into your glorious image. And Father, we thank you for it now by faith in the Son of God, and we give you praise in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Glory to God. So we're talking about being doers of the word as we talk again and encourage each other again um, on the topic of living by faith. So let's just go straight to the scripture text and, and see a couple of things here. Um, and what James says to us tonight um, when it comes to do, being a doer of the word. In verse 19, it says, Wherefore, or we can also say, Therefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. I just want to go back to verse 18 because we have a wherefore or a therefore. Uh, in verse 19 and sort of brings us to what came before this, mm. right? 
uh, you know, whenever you say therefore, you know, it has to be there for a certain reason. And it's because <laughs> something was ahead of it that has relevance to what now is coming. And verse 18, in speaking about God the Father, says, He begot us, right, of his own will. He begot us with the word of truth. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, babe, can you give me water? Sure. Thank you. It says, of his own will, he begot us with the word of truth, <clears throat> that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Thank you. And so, I wanted to go back there for a second. Because it says here that God begat us, or he saved us. And how did he do it? It said he saved us with the word of truth. Yes. So God the Father saved us by his word. And we understand that in so many ways, right? He saved us by his word, the spoken word. Yes, he saved us by his word. Jesus, the word that became flesh and dwelt among us, right? The only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth, right? The the the, the word that went to the cross for us yes. and died for us and shed his blood so that our sins may be washed away. He is that word, amen, that saves us. And so God saved us with the word. Yes. Right? And, you know, with the word, with what he said, what he spoke, you know, through Jesus. Amen. And so it says, therefore, in talking about the word and how God saved us by the word, it then says, wherefore or therefore, mm -hmm. be quick to hear. Yes. Quick to hear what? Quick to hear the word. You see, I think that, you know, we can look at this mm -hmm. and just take it in, on its own. And then in, in dealing with one another, say we should be quick to hear, meaning we should be yeah. more ready to hear, slow to speak, mm -hmm. right? And slow to wrath, that we should be quicker to want to listen to each other than to speak. Yes. We, I think all of us have been guilty at times when you're talking with someone where you can't wait till they're finished. You're not really <laughs> listening to them. You can't yeah. wait till they finish so that you can say what you want to say. Mm-hmm. See, that's the opposite of being quick to hear, slow to speak. That's actually being slow to, <laughs> to hear and quick to speak. Sometimes we even cut people off. Yeah. And I know I've done this too. And sometimes I cut people off and I say, I'm sorry I cut you off. <laughs> See, I even know I cut them off. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Right? And I'm sorry I cut you off, but, and I continue. Mm -hmm. Lord, forgive me. Amen. But we, we've done that, right? Mm -hmm. And so when we look at this in verse 19, where it says, be quick to hear, slow to speak, that's that's good teaching yes. in our day-to-day -day dealings with one another, for sure. That's good teaching. Greater teaching is that we link it to verse 18, mm -hmm. which says, God saved us by his word, right? Yes. <laughs> and, and then we say, so you should be quick to hear. Quick to hear what? His word. Quick to hear his word. Mm -hmm. So see, I, that is a greater linking, I believe, of verse 19 and putting it in the scripture text um, even though the day-to-day -day thing that we're talking about is also good stuff so we should be quick to hear the word of God we should be quick to hear what God has to say 
We should be quick to hear his commandments. We should be quick to hear his instructions. We should be quick to hear his correction. We should be quick to hear his guidance. We should be quick to hear what he says to us. And we should be slow to speak. (laughs) (laughs) Glory to God in heaven, right? Mm -hmm. Let Let God be God. Be quick to hear him. And not so quick to have something to say back. Doesn't mean we can't talk to God. Right. That's a wonderful thing. He wants to hear from us. Mm-hmm. But be quick to hear, slow to speak. Yeah. And then certainly be slow to wrath. Slow to get angry, right? Because what? The wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. And the righteousness of God is being in right standing with God. And so being angry actually takes us out of right standing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, right standing means you're standing in the right place. <laughs> That's deep, right? <laughs> right standing means you're standing in the right place which means you're standing under the covering of god yeah right you're standing under the covering you're standing under the blessing right so think about that though we get mad and it worketh not the righteousness of god yes right It, it it removes us from standing in the right place and so now instead of being under god's protection and his provision his love and his mm-hmm. care we go over here god doesn't move we do, we do. right we, we we come out of right yeah. standing we're no longer standing in the right place and now we're open right we're open for attack to, by the enemy yeah we're not covered and that's why the devil wants us to get mad he wants me to get mad at you he wants me you to get mad at me he wants people to get offended by a posting on Facebook. He wants people to get mad at traffic. He wants people to get mad because there's two people online at the mm-hmm. supermarket, right? He wants us to get upset. Why? Because the wrath of man gets us out of the standing in the right place. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And so the the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God, the right standing with God. We get out of position and become open an open target for the enemy. That's why you know, the, one of the fruit of the spirit is temperance, mm-hmm. self-control, right? Um, and so that we can control our anger and our emotions. The better we do that, especially when it comes to controlling our anger, we can work the righteousness of God and maintain our right standing with him. Amen. And so it says here, be... be um. Swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath, for the wrath of man worketh not mm-hmm. the righteousness of God. And then in verse 21, it says, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness. All that means is don't act, don't act out. <laughs> don't be mean, don't be wicked, don't be evil. And sometimes we say, don't call me evil. But, but, but the thing is, it's not evil, like in the sense we talk about somebody being evil, like we do it, like we're, we're making it like a character flaw. Mm-hmm. But really good and evil is like, either you're following God or you're not. Right? And if you're not following God, then you're in the place called evil. If you're following God, you're in the place called good. Right? Yes. So mm-hmm. it's not so much like speaking of your character or my character. It's about what we're choosing to do and, and and what and who we're choosing to follow. Yes. Jesus yes. said, right, you know, that we should take up our cross daily and do what? Follow, follow him. him. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's what, the, that it, it's more about that. And so saying, put aside all the, the nonsense, put aside all the wickedness and the, and the things that are not of God 
And, and then it says, and receive with meekness, receive with a gentle spirit, the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. Let's just pause here for a second. Receive with meekness, receive with a gentle spirit, the engrafted word. Mm. I think that it's so important. Meekness is something, again, meekness is a fruit of the spirit. Yes, it is. Right? Mm -hmm. Meekness, temperance. Those are the last two fruits of the spirit. A gentle spirit. Meekness is also strength under control. Yes. Mm -hmm. So you can be gentle and still be strong. Mm -hmm. Meekness is strength under control. Yes. Jesus was meek yeah. when he was on the cross. Because he said, I can call legions of angels right now mm -hmm. and put an end to all this nonsense. That's, that's I'm paraphrasing. But you know what he did say? I can call legions of angels right now. Mm -hmm. But he didn't. Why? Because... He was meek. Not weak. He was meek. That's right. His strength was under control. Yes. Moses was meek. Yes. Moses wasn't weak. He was meek. Mm -hmm. He had strength under control, but he was a man. And so sometimes he lost control, right? <laughs> Speak to the rock. He hit the rock. You rebels, boom, boom. And, and he lost mm -hmm. the privilege of going into the promised land for that. Yeah. Um. So it says here, receive with meekness, with a gentle spirit. I, I believe this is so important to receive with meekness, a, you know, with a gentle spirit, the word of God. First of all, the word of God is a treasure. Yes. Right? It's, it's a treasure. This word is a treasure. And it's so wonderful. And it's so powerful. And, you know, it's just, it's just, it's wonderful, right? Yeah. And, you know, sometimes... As the Holy Spirit gives us revelation, you know, we want to demonstrate how much we know sometimes, you know, want to tell people and, you know, we feel good about ourselves and everything. Mm -hmm. But that's why I said receive it with meekness, with a gentle spirit so that you don't get full of yourself. Right. And you don't get uppity spiritually. Yeah. Like, you know, something other people don't. Mm -hmm. Or you want to tell people about themselves because you learned a little something. See, that's that's not receiving the word Amen. with meekness. That's right. This is a treasure. And yes, when it comes in, it's like the, the disciples on the road to Emmaus. You get excited when that revelation mm -hmm. burns in your heart. But receive it with meekness, right? With a yeah. gentle spirit, understanding that it's not something that now is to elevate you over someone. It's just a blessing to receive it. Yes. And you're just happy and grateful that God chose to break it down for you and give <laughs> you some wisdom. Amen? Amen. So it says, receive the word with meekness. It says, receive, but watch this. It says, receive with meekness the engrafted word. Yes. That word engrafted in the Amplified says, the word which is implanted and rooted in your heart. Wow. So an engrafted word is not just a word that goes on the surface. Mm -hmm. An engrafted word is a word that gets in you. Yes. See, mm -hmm. it's the word that gets in your spirit. It gets in your heart. It's yeah. implanted and it's rooted, right? Which means devil can't quickly take that word. That's right. Right? See, devil can take the word that's on the surface of our hearts. You hear a word and go, oh, that was a great word. Oh, that word was so good. 
I'm just remembering some people who back in the day who used to tell me stuff like that. That word was good. Not me, because I was preaching. Somebody else was preaching. And they, oh, that word was good. <laughs> what did he preach about? I'll never forget that. I told somebody, they come out and say, oh, you missed it. We had a time. That word was so good. <laughs> yeah? And say, I want to know. You want to tell me the word? Because I'm a, listen, I love this word, right? Uh -huh. So you telling me the word was good? I want to go. What the preacher preach about? Right. I want to get some. I wasn't there, but I want to get some. What the preacher preach about? I don't remember. I don't remember, but that word was good. <laughs> Glory to God. I will never forget that. I'm like, well, it couldn't have been but so good. Right. It was on the surface. See, that's the thing. See, if the word's on the surface, the devil, the, Jesus said that. We'll, Glory to God. Thank you. We'll Jesus. look at it. Yes. We'll look at it in the parable of the soul in a few minutes. But if that word is on the surface, Jesus yeah. said the devil comes immediately, immediately to take that word. So before it can get in you, it was good. You know it was good, good. but it's gone. It's yeah. good and it's gone because the devil took it from Jesus. you. And so now you get to Wednesday, you can't even remember what it was. Uh -huh. See, that's the word that's on the surface. But the word that's engrafted. The word that is implanted, the word that is deeply rooted, devil can't touch that. Amen. Hmm. He can't touch that. I have to, no, no. We keep. We're gonna move on. He can't touch. That. <laughs> you know, some of you are thinking about MC Hammer right now, right? <laughs> I know some of y'all back in the '80s and stuff. You're thinking, devil can't touch it, right? It's in you. And he can't get it. Yes. So it says, Amen. receive with meekness the engrafted word, watch this, which is able to save your souls. Mm. And see, if your soul is saved, you prosper, right? Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health, even as yes. your soul prospers. So if your soul prospers, you prosper, right? Amen. Amen. So that's verse 21. Let's go to verse 22. But be ye what? Doers of the word and not hearers only. Why not? Deceiving your own selves. So one of the things we find here is that deceivers, I mean, that 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 hearers deceive themselves, mm. right? Hearers deceive themselves. Deceive themselves how? By believing they got something when they don't. Yes. Just like that person who said to me, that was a good word, yes. was convinced that they had that word mm -hmm. until I said, what he preach about? Right. Right, and then now you, you deceived yourself. But you knew you just knew you had it. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you wouldn't have told me the word was so good. And now you realize you don't have it. Mm -hmm. So it's a deception mm -hmm. that goes on there, right? And then it says this. Watch this. This is something else, baby. That's right. I call my wife baby. <laughs> Amen. The other day, what was it, yesterday? I said, mi amor. Yes. And you said yes? I said, oh, you know your name, don't you? <laughs> yep. My heart, my love, right? <laughs> she like, she knew. She didn't go, like, who you talking to? She like, yes. <laughs> I was upstairs and she like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Glory to God for that. But watch this. So be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man beholding his beholding his natural face in a glass or in a mirror. Right? 
Mm-hmm. A hearer is like someone who looks at themselves in a mirror, beholds himself, and then walks away, goeth his way, and straightway what? Forgets yes. what he looks like. <laughs> so a hearer is not only someone who deceives themselves, a hearer is forgetful. Yes. A hearer only is forgetful. Mm-hmm. That's why you say, what was the word? Wow. You see what I mean? When you just hear it, right? And it doesn't get engrafted, implanted, deeply rooted in you. Then you forget what it was. I forgot. I forgot what he preached about. But it was good though. Right? Why? Because hearers, those who are hearers only, deceive themselves and and, and they forget. Mm -hmm. Well, now what about a doer? Verse 25. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continues therein. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind. You not only look into the perfect law of liberty. What's the perfect law of liberty? That's the word of God as revealed by Christ. Amen. Right? Mm-hmm. Because we, you know, the law of Moses and all the teachings and all that, that's one thing. But Jesus is the perfect law, right? He came and fulfilled everything. He taught us what we need to know. And you continue in it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not something that just comes and then you go about your way. You stay with it. You keep it, you meditate on it, you think about it, you walk it out, yes. you live by it, yes. you do it, right, right. You you and you continue in it. And what he what it says, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. What happens? This man, this woman, shall be blessed in his or her deed. Yes. So blessings come to the doer. Amen. Blessings come to the doer. Deception and forgetfulness are on the hearer only. But the one who does the word is blessed. Yeah. Amen. And we want to be what? Doers of the word. Of the word. Amen. Yeah. So let, let's talk about this parable of the sower. Let's talk about the parable of the sower. Let's go to Matthew 13. Matthew 13. The parable of the sower... We find it in Matthew 13, around verse 3. And um, it's also in Mark chapter 4 and in Luke chapter 8. Yes. If anybody ever tells you to go to a parable and tell you to go to John, not, there's no parables in John. <laughs> Amen. Just a, little, just a little side note. Amen. John has no parables. So if you ever think that there's a parable, don't go looking in John because you're not going to find it. Amen. But in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, there are parables. And all three of them have the parable of the sower. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we know the story, right? The sower went out. He sowed some where? Wayside. Mm-hmm. He sowed some on stony mm-hmm. ground. He sowed mm-hmm. some on thorny ground. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. he sowed some on good ground. Good ground. Right? Yep. And then Jesus came. Uh, and this is in... Um, what I said, Matthew, I'm in Mark. You said Mark 13. No, I meant to be. Matthew. Yeah, Matthew 13. If I said Mark, forgive me. It's in Matthew 13, verse 3. And so, Jesus uh, told that parable, sowing on the four different soils. And then in verse 18, he explained it. Mm-hmm. So let's go to Matthew 13 and 18. He says, Hear ye therefore the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and understandeth not, then cometh the wicked one and catcheth away or snatches away that which was sown in his heart. 
This is he which received seed by the wayside. But, but he that received the seed into stony places, the same as he that hears the word, and anon with joy receives it. Mm-hmm. Yet he hath not rooted himself, but dureth or endures for a while. For when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, by and by he is offended. Mm-hmm. He also that received seed among the thorns is he that hears the word, and the care of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and he becometh unfruitful. But he that receives seed into the good ground is he that hears the word and understands it, which also bears fruit and bringeth forth some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Okay. So we've read this parable, I'm sure, several times. And so we know about the three soils. And Jesus explained the parable. But let's just start here. When we look at these the four soils that Jesus talks about. Let's think about them as four people, right? Mm-hmm. Four people. But notice that all four of the soils, all four of the people mm-hmm. heard the word. Yep. Right? Verse mm-hmm. 19. When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and understands it not, that's the one who's on the wayside. Mm-hmm. Then you go to verse 20. He that received the seed in the stony ground, the same hears the word, right? Verse 22, he that received on thorns is he that heareth the word. And then verse 23, he that received seed on the good ground is he that heareth the word. All four of them heard the word. What does that mean? All four of them were in church. (laughs) Okay. All four were in Bible study. All four were in Sunday school. All four were watching T.D. Jakes or Bill Winston or whoever's your favorite, amen. All four mm-hmm. heard the word, right? But they didn't, they didn't all reap yes. from the word that they heard. Mm-hmm. So let you know, it's not just hearing the word that gets you there, amen. Because all four of them heard the word. So let's continue. So verse 19, the one on the wayside, he heard the word. But watch what happens here. Anyone who hears the word of the kingdom, watch, and understands it not. See, it's good to hear, Mm -hmm. but do you understand what you hear? Yes. Right? And that's why the Bible says in Proverbs 4 and 7, that wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get get wisdom. wisdom. But with all you're getting, what? Get understanding. Get understanding. Amen. It's so important to get understanding. Mm -hmm. Remember the eunuch? In um, Acts, yes. Acts, and he was like, "Who was the one who came alongside his chariot? Was it? Oh my God, Steve was. I don't know if it was Stephen or Philip or someone. He had gotten taken away. Right, I know. I don't know if it was Philip or right. Philip. It was Philip. Mm-hmm. Comes along inside of his chariot as he's going along. He says, "Do you understand what you're reading?" Right. Now, how do I know when somebody explains it? Come on. See, I, that's why I love my wife. See, see, because she a word woman. Right? <laughs> that's right. Yep. He said, how would I understand unless somebody explains it to me? Mm-hmm. God, praise God for that eunuch. Amen. He had the right heart. He's like, yeah, he was reading. He was reading from the book of Isaiah, but he didn't understand the suffering servant part. Remember? Yes. <laughs> he didn't understand the suffering servant part. And so Philip came and said, you understand what you're reading? He said, how can I understand unless someone explained it to me? 
That's the attitude we have to have. Yes. It's not just about hearing the word. I need somebody to explain it to me. Break it down. Help me to understand this thing. Yes. Because if I Amen. don't understand the word, that's glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. This is why preachers stop trying to impress people and communicate Jesus. to them. Stop using big words when little words will do. Stop trying to show them yes. that you went to seminary. Nobody cares. Stop trying to show them that you did. Nobody cares. The people need to understand the word. Glory Amen. to God. Glory to God. Stop trying to be impressive. Amen. People don't need to be impressed by you. They need to hear God through you and come away with understanding. You looking yeah. for a bag? I think it's in Acts 8, maybe. I'm not sure. But, yeah. yeah. But I'm sure you'll find it. Amen. My wife is digging for it. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. But we need to understand the word. And so we need we need we need teachers, amen? amen. That's why the Bible says don't be quick to be a teacher, because see, the thing is the teacher has a greater condemnation, the Bible says. Why? Because if you want to spend time to teach this word, first of all, you you better study to show yourself approved, number one. And second, do it with the right heart and the right spirit. Amen. That God will be glorified amen. and the people will be edified, that they'll be strengthened in their spirit and come away with understanding glory to god amen and so it says here in verse 19 that they the the the, the one on the wayside they heard the word but they didn't understand it. yes they didn't understand it and what happens it's just laying on their heart and, and what then cometh the wicked one and snatches it away yes right yes snatches it away takes it that's why that word was good what was it i, I don't know Word was snatched. Word was taken. Amen. Mm -hmm. He that received the word on stony ground, that one heard the word, and immediately, right, and received it with joy. Mm -hmm. Mark says he received it with gladness. What does that mean? It was an emotional response. <laughs> Amen. Got happy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's preachers who can preach you happy. That's true. And there's there's some value in that. But you don't just need a preacher to preach you happy to 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 get your emotions riled up. Yes, yes. Amen. Indeed. Why? Because emotions fade away. Yes, they do. Right? You get happy and then you come down. Right? You get glad and then it evens out. Mm -hmm. See? And so what happens? The one that received on stony ground. Got, had an emotional response. But it says that that person didn't have root in himself. Why? Because that word wasn't engrafted. It yes. wasn't deeply rooted. The person stayed for a while, endured for a while, but when tribulation or persecution came, in other words, when trouble came, when life came, right? When 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 testing came, yes, right? They stopped doing the work. Yep. They were happy, but that Right? What happens when you come down from the emotional high? It's like being on a sugar rush. You know what I mean? You can be all high, but then you crash. Yes. And then when that happens, right, you, you, you know better for what you heard. Verse 22. He that received uh, on among the thorns, he heard the word too. But what happened? The care of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, right? Uh, the pleasures of this life, it says in one of the other Gospels. Do what? They choke the word. Meaning yes. what? 
there's not enough room for that word to take root. Amen. Why? Because there's too many activities. This person is preoccupied with the cares of life. Mm -hmm. Preoccupied with getting ahead on a job. Preoccupied with, you know, um, running around town. Preoccupied with working out in the gym. Preoccupied, yes, yes. right, with trying to build a career to take care of their family. And watch this. Preoccupied with church. Uh-oh. He said that? Yep. Brother said that. Some people, listen, some, <laughs> there are some people who, you know, prior to the pandemic, they were in church too much. And I know somebody's going to get mad at that. What do you mean too much? Because you got a family. Yes. This time you need to spend Man, time with your, your family. family. That's true. Amen. You need to spend time with your kids. You need to spend time with your spouse. But there's some who want to be there at the church every time the church door is open. You don't need to be there every time the church door is open. Yeah. <laughs> Get mad at me if you want. Brother, just telling the truth. <laughs> Amen. You can get preoccupied. Yes. Yes, indeed. It can just become busy work. Yes, indeed. You know. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying I'm not saying don't go. I'm just saying it's right. You yeah. got to make sure. I think about that prophet who died and and he left his 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 wife. And his and his two sons in debt. I don't know what happened, but that always bothered me. I was like, wait a minute. He's a man of God. Now she begging. Jesus. Right? Because this creditors want to come and take her sons mm -hmm. to pay off the debts. And I'm thinking to myself, uh, this is how I took it. When I read that, I said, you know what I said? I got to get life insurance. <laughs> That's how I received that word. Praise the Lord. Because I said to myself, Something happened to me. I don't want my wife saying creditors are coming trying to take my trying to take stuff. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. That was the scripture that said to me, uh-uh. I gotta get life insurance. Because something happened to me. I don't want what's happening in this scripture. Now there's probably no life insurance back then. Right. I'm just telling you how I received See, that did. word. Right. I said, what am I doing? Doing this preaching and teaching and all this. But something happened to me, and now my wife got to go around because creditors are on her back. I said, no, no, no. Brother got to get uh. <laughs> Called up, got some life insurance. Amen. Praise the Lord. Right? But something like, so I say that because we just can't be all about here. You know how they say you can be so heavenly minded, you have no earthly good? <laughs> I mean, you can't. You, God gave you your family for a reason. Yes, amen. <laughs> he gave you your family amen. for a reason, mm -hmm. right? He who findeth a wife, okay, <laughs> findeth a good thing. God let you find that wife. Amen. <laughs> wife, God let that husband find you. Yes. Children are a blessing from the Lord, right? Amen. So you just can't always be there and then be neglecting your blessings, right? Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. So anyway, the cares of things can choke out the word. Amen. Pre being preoccupied with so many things, running here and there. It can choke out that word. Yes. But then you go to verse 23. He that received the seed on good ground is he who also heard the word, but watch him, different from the guy on, 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 on the wayside. This one understood it. Mm -hmm. Ah, he got understanding. But not only that he get understanding, it says this one also beareth fruit. Yes. And bringeth forth. So so now 
he, he heard the word, he understood the word, and then he produced fruit. Yeah. Glory to God. He produced fruit. Fruit is not, producing is not just an activity. Being productive is more than being active. Yes. There are a lot of people who are active, but they're not productive. There are a lot of people who move, but it doesn't result in anything changing. There's a difference between activity and productivity. And God never said to us, be active. He said, be fruitful and multiply. He's, he was calling on us to be productive, right? And so we want the person who hears the word and understands it is not just someone who's active. They're productive. They produce fruit. Yes. And then it says, and bring it forth. You see all the action, and, and but this is action that results in something. You produce fruit, and then you bring it forth. <laughs> Amen. 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 You bring it forth. And what do you do? Some 100-fold, some 60, and... Uh, Psalm 30. And so we see here then how important it is to be a doer of the word, right? Amen. To receive the engrafted word of God, that word that's implanted in you, that word that's deeply rooted in yes, you. Yes. It's not on the wayside. It's not on the surface. And you don't, you know, with the lack of understanding that allows the devil to take it. It's not on the stony ground, right? Which just leads to emotional response that fades. And so the word is really of no effect. And it's not on the thorny ground that gets choked by the activities and the cares of this life. But it's, it's received by someone who hears it, who understands it. Yes. Right? Yes. yes. Who then uh, produces fruit, right? And brings it forth. That person's a doer. Yeah. That person's a, a doer of, of, of the word. Um, you know, and, you know, we, we named our ministry after this parable of the sower, yeah. right? On good ground. Because that's what, right? That's what we want to be. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of soil we want to be. Yes. We want to be the good ground. Amen. Yeah. We want the seed to fall on good ground. And if you go to Luke chapter 8, because that's that's where we, that's the actual scripture we use for our ministry, right? Luke chapter 8, verse 15, because this is where Jesus explained the parable of the sower. And he says in, in 8 and 15, but that on the good ground. Yes. Amen. Mm -hmm. That's us, y'all. On good ground. On good ground. Are they which in an honest and good heart, having heard the word, do what? Keep, Keep it. it. See, that's the thing. You got to hold on to this yes. word, man. You can't yeah. let the devil take it. And if you let it get into your heart, he can't take it, which means it's yours to keep. It's yours to meditate on. It's yours to confess. It's yours to live out. Amen? Amen. Right? When you receive it on good ground, you hear it, but you also do what? You keep it. And what happens? You bring forth fruit. You're productive. Amen? With patience. patience. Amen. Amen. Um, and let's go to, on this point, let's go to John chapter 8. On this point of keeping it. Because remember, even in 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 um in James, it says, "He who continues in the perfect law of liberty." Amen. Mm -hmm. See, there, there's got to be a a a a commitment to the word. 
right? It's not just something that that you, you hit and run. It's okay. got to be a commitment to the word, mm -hmm. right? Because it says in verse 25, but he who looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continues therein. Mm -hmm. See, there's a commitment. There's a consistency. And we see that in Luke where it says, you hit the good ground, hear the word, hears the word, and keeps it. But let's look at um, John chapter 8. Uh, John chapter 8. Jesus, uh, verse 31, he's talking, he said, Jesus was talking to those Jews which he uh, which believed on him. And he said, if you what? Continue in my word. Yes. Then are you my disciple. See, mm -hmm. that's the key. It takes a commitment. Yes. Amen. If you're going to be a doer of the word and not a hearer, the difference, one of the biggest differences between doers and hearers are, are doers are committed to the word. Yes. There's yes. a commitment. There's a commitment to keeping it. There's a commitment to to continuing in it, yeah. right? To to not just be a fly by night and come and go, and you know what I mean. Today you're obedient to to all get out, but tomorrow, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, you act like you never heard the word before in your life, you know. Amen. That's, right. <laughs> That's not how we want to be. Amen. Right, but right. You continue in it. There's a commitment. There's a steadiness. There's a consistency. Years ago, God spoke something in my spirit and said that, that we have power in consistency. Yes. Right? The power comes in continuing to do it. Yes. You know what I mean? That you continue. Sometimes you're not making progress by leaps and bounds. But if you continue with it, you'll move forward. Right? Amen. You'll have some progress. You just have to continue. Continue with your workout program. Continue going to class. Continue with your with your you know your your healthy eating and healthy living, your dieting. Continue yes. with it. Amen. Continue uh, practicing your language. Amen. Glory to God. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Right? Continue with yeah. the music lessons. Continue because in the in the consistency is yes. the power. Mm -hmm. continue in this word. And so you keep the word, but you continue in it. Jesus said, if you continue in my word, then you are my disciples. What he says, indeed. Yeah. What's it? What's deed? When you talk about deed. Sure. Hmm? No, 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 I'm sorry. I, that was rhetorical, but okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, when you talk about a deed, Oh, right, okay. it's 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 an act, mm -hmm. right? When that's one of the definitions of a deed is an act, mm -hmm. you know. Oh, you you've done some dirty deeds, or no good deed goes unpunished, right? right. No good act, no good, right? So Jesus said that you are my disciples indeed. Now you have said too, which means indeed means yeah, for sure, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? right. You 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 surely are my disciple indeed. But I like the indeed. It's like you're my disciple. In doing. Wow. See, that's where disciples come from. Disciples show themselves in Jesus. doing. In in actions. Right? That's where true disciples show themselves. In deeds. <laughs> Amen. Jesus. In doing things. Not just hearing. Disciples show themselves in their doing. And then he says, and you shall know the truth. And the truth shall do what? 
make you free. And then he says in verse 36, if the son shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Right. Now, Hebrews 2 and 1 said we should give the more earnest heed to the word that we've heard, right. lest at any time we should let it slip. Mm -hmm. See, because the word can get away from you. That's the one thing I hope we're starting to appreciate. The devil can take it from you if you just let it lay on the surface of yeah. your heart with no yeah. understanding. You can just come and snatch that thing away. So just because you heard the sermon doesn't mean you kept the sermon. That's right. Right? And the writer of Hebrews says we need to give the more earnest heed. Hebrews 2 and 1. We should give the more earnest heed to the word that we heard, heard. lest at any time we should let it slip. That word can slip away from us if we don't do what? Give the more earnest heed to what we heard. Yes. Meaning, when you hear something, that's one thing. When you heed something, that's something you do yes. what you heard, right? Yes. Right? So it's about hearing and heeding. Mm. Hearing and what? Heeding. Doing. Amen. Hearing and, right, that's right. Hearing and doing. Amen. So we're called to be a doers of the word. Let's look at two places, and then we're going to come down from here. Let's go to Luke chapter 11. I pray this word is, is encouraging you. Amen. Amen. Just to, to understand that, you know, we got to be serious about it. Amen. And, and, and the Bible wants us to be serious. Listen, don't be a freak. Don't be a, a, a hearer only. Deceive yourself. Mm -hmm. Be a hearer only. Be forgetful. Right? <laughs> be a doer so that you can be blessed. In his deed. Yes. In his doing. In his doing. Amen. Where I say we were? Luke 11. Luke 11. Luke 11. Let's go to Luke 11 and 27. And it came to pass as he spake these things, a certain woman of the company lifted up her voice and said unto him, Blessed is the womb that bare thee and the paps which thou hast sucked. But he said, Jesus said, Yea, rather... Blessed are they that hear the word of God and keep it. You see what Jesus said? Yep. The one who is blessed is the one who not just hears it, it. hears it and keeps it, mm -hmm. right? Uh, hears it and keeps it. New Living Translation says that the person who is blessed is those who hear the word of God and put it into practice. Mm -hmm. That's what it says in your Bible? No, uh, the other Bible. Oh, and see, you knew that. Mm -hmm. Amen. And who puts it into practice. Mm -hmm. That's the one who's blessed, Jesus said. Not just the one who hears it, but the one who hears it and puts it into practice. Who's that? That's a doer. Amen. Right? You want to be blessed? I want to be blessed? We want to be blessed? Doers are blessed. Amen. Amen. Doers Praise are blessed. Lord. Now, let's look one last place. Amen. Um, One last place. Let's go to Matthew. Chapter 7. As we go to Matthew chapter 7, I just want to remind you, the first miracle that Jesus performed, the first recorded miracle that Jesus performed, was turning water into wine. Right? Mm -hmm. Is that right? Yeah. Turning water into wine. And we all remember, uh, Jesus' mother came to him, there's no more wine. Woman, what that has to do with me? My time has not come. <laughs> and Mary walked away and said, what? Whatever he tells you to do, do it. See, that's anointed right there. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. Be a doer. Amen. And what happened? 
water turned to wine. Yeah. You see what happens when you do stuff? When you do what God tells you, miracles happen. When you do what God tells you, you go from a, from embarrassment to celebration. Amen. You go from running out of wine to, to um, having no more wine to having more than enough. And mm -hmm. it was the best wine. Glory to God. Amen. That's what happens when you do what he says. Glory to God for that. All right, so let's look at um, Matthew chapter 7, verse 21. Jesus says this, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Many will say unto me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name have done many wonderful works. And then I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me. Then watch this. Therefore, whosoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, <laughs> a doer, mm -hmm. I will liken him to what? A wise, wise man, man, which builds his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, the winds blew and beat upon that house, and it fell not. Why? Because it was founded upon a rock. Yes. And everyone that hears these sayings of mine and what? Does them not. Mm -hmm. So that person is what? Just a hearer. Yep. The first person was a doer. The second person is a hearer only. Mm -hmm. How's that person? Shall be likened unto a foolish man. So yes. now we have a third thing for a hearer only. A hearer only deceives themselves. A hearer only is forgetful. And Jesus said a hearer only is foolish. Mm -hmm. And what happens? He builds his house upon the sand. And the rain descends. The floods come. The winds blow and beat upon that house. And it fell. And great was the fall of it. So now we see that the difference between a doer and a hearer only, when the storms of life come and they come to everybody, right? The yeah. hearer only crashes. Mm -hmm. The doer of the word continues to stand. Amen. Yes. And so we want to be doers of the word. So we, we praise God for that. We're going to stop now and we'll come back. Um, God, God's will will come back in next week, next Wednesday. Um, and, and speak more about being a doer of the word. This is so important um, because this is the epitome of living by faith, yes. right? Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But we've been told, do the word. So when the faith comes, when we live by faith, that means we're actually doing the word that caused yes. the faith to come. <laughs> Amen. And so living by faith and being a doer of the word in many respects are one and the same thing. <laughs> Amen. Uh, praise God for it. So we'll come back next week as we continue to talk about living by faith and talking about being doers of the word. Amen. And so um, thank God for tonight. Let's pray. Father, we bless your name. Yes, Father. And we thank you, God, for the word that you have spoken yes, unto us. Father, Father our prayer Jesus. is simple, God. Uh, we pray for understanding. Yes, Lord. Help us to thank understand you, the word that you have spoken un unto us tonight. Give us yes, revelation. Father. Give us deeper insight. And Father, uh, by your spirit, we thank you that we are empowered to not only hear this yes. word, but to live it out to be doers of the word yes, and father, father we thank you god jesus. for the promise that is on our lives as doers that we are blessed in our deeds yes, and so father thank we thank you, you for the blessings which make which make us rich and you add no sorrow with it now god i pray your blessings and your favor upon everyone under the sound of my yes, voice father. not only upon them but upon their families oh god father let the blessing god be like that oil that flows down aaron's yes, beard god, and just flows you, outward you. let the blessing flow outward to their family 
and to their friends even, oh God. Father, that's how powerful the blessing of the Lord is. And Father, I just pray that powerful blessing on everyone yes. under the sound of my yes, voice. God. And I thank you, God, that Father, you are you are just working all things together for our good. Continue, oh God, to be at work in us. Let your will be done. And Father, we'll continue to praise your name for yes. it. Father, thank we love you. you. We just thank simply you, love you. And we thank you. Uh, and we just exalt you, oh God, for you are our God. And beside yes. you, there is none other. And we thank you tonight. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you tonight. Good to be back to see you. Amen. Um, you know, electronically. Amen. <laughs> yes. um, but we praise God for it. Pray that the um, the Bible study is, was an encouragement into your soul. And yeah. we look forward to seeing you next time. God bless you and be well. Amen.